It's the I Thought I Knew You podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. We don't really know each other, so we've made a podcast. We're going to share stories about stuff, things, and other items of interest that we hope you're going to be interested in as well. Ed can be found on Twitter at SolveMyMaths, and I, Howell, can be found at Howell underscore Roberts. Feel free to share this podcast far and wide. It's going to be fab. I've still got my horror sound effects box from last time. And I've brought a witch with me. <laughs> How are you doing, Ed? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. I'm feeling pretty good, mate. Um, are you being busy? You look well. Oh, thanks. Do you- Have you ever said that to a lady? What, you look well? Yeah I, yeah, I did, and I've been told it's a terrible thing to do by I know, that I've person. Said- Have you? Yeah, she went, what, you mean I'm fat? Oh no! <laughs> no, let's do some drama. Right, I'll be, I'll be her. Yeah, right. you, yeah, you be you, and I'll respond. Hiya, hiya. Oh, you look well. What you mean, fat? Y- y- oh no, is that what I'm supposed no. to say? No, I meant happy. <laughs> God, I can imagine it. Yeah, I can so I feel I the awkwardness say it now. now. I'm like, I've, I've said it to. So I just say you look fat now. I, I, I've said you look great, and then they say, "Oh, you mean happy?" It's like Should opposites. We, well, maybe. Have you I said you look great? Because maybe you look that... great, Hal. Thanks, man. You see, I like that. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thanks, mate. I, I feel great, actually. Good. I feel Good. great. What have you been think... up to? Anything um, exciting? Just it's back to work, isn't it? Say, I heard you went back to work. I went back to work. I had a gig in a. Well, I call it a gig. It's. it's I went back to work. I spoke to two hundred teachers in a tent at a race course on the hottest day of the year. Why though? Because. They, they booked me you know what I mean I, could, I, could, I knew it was going to be hard I mean everyone, everyone was brilliant but I, I knew it was going to be a difficult day because well for a start it was absolutely boiling and when we got there when I got there I walked in no one else was there apart from <laughs> let me tell you this right <laughs> apart from the techie Right. Oh yeah. The techie was there, yeah. and he was just Nibbling messing up, up, getting on the Wi-Fi. That's no, he wasn't even that helpful, oh. right? <laughs> this is what happened. I'm going to tell you this, and and this is with respect to all my techie friends, yeah. right? This is what happened. I walk in, and I'm thinking it's going to be boiling in here today, yeah. and I'm looking around, and there are boxes where obviously inside the boxes there's fans you know right. the, the 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 someone's been to the shop yeah. basically and bought a sh- <laughs> bought them out of fans right yeah. and they've they've gone all around Leicester trying to find these fans so the the fans have been plugged and so they're basically just blowing warm air everywhere <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what's going on and th- what happened was i i sort of spotted this lad and i could you know when you can just tell a techie yeah right I mean, me and you, people look at us, Ed, and they say, those two educationalists, oh, they look great. <laughs> they look well. They look so I good. I looked at this black... You this look well, bloke, Ed. What, what are you saying? This, <laughs> what are you saying? I'm fat. Uh, this bloke, he, I said, hi, mate. And he was like, hello. And he, 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 sent, he, he pointed straight away at right. the projector. Right. This projector, Ed, yeah. was, was quite big. Right. Uh, industrial projector, right? It's massive. And it's one of those which you'll have seen at conferences. It's behind the screen. So it's projecting onto Ooh, the back. Of, do, you know what, I do. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at it 
and I'm thinking that is a lot of money that and he and went a lot of heat he, he, yeah, more heat. <laughs> he just said to me, and he, he didn't. I said like, "All right, mate, how are you doing?" He was like, "Fine. Look, look at that. <laughs> look at that." He said, pointing, oh, and I'm God. looking at the projector. He went, "Look at that. Sixteen thousand pounds. Oh no, sixteen thousand pounds." And I went, "Wow." I said, "That's a lot of projector." Yeah. And he went, "It is." And I went, <laughs> "Like not a hint of humour. No, no humour." Well, yeah. And I went, "I said that's." that's a lot I said we're going to have a really sharp image aren't we because when I looked at the, do you know what they have like a test yeah. image it were I've got to just it was crap right so I plugged my laptop in and it was uh, the image because I've got PowerPoint I know people sometimes don't like PowerPoint but I use PowerPoint part of it is to remind me of what to say yeah. uh, and give me a direction in my ramblings oh, I probably yes, need one here that's what um, I was talking about yeah, yeah. but his 16 grand projector mm. was crap oh dear mate and it was I said mate Does is it, it just have an Apple logo on it or does that yeah. why it cost so much money well do you know when you do I do that thing where I don't know it's not mock humble but it, it's kind of like is it me? You know, I'll, I'll often say, is it me or is that, yeah, is this okay? Yeah. Is that supposed to be like that? Mate? Yeah. When I know it's not, I'm like, mate, is that as sharp as that image is going to be or is it my eyes? Yeah. And he was like, I can try and get it sharper it's, for you. It's 1,600 quid. Of course it's right. 16,000 quid, oh, 16, mate. 16,000 pounds. Lord. Yeah, it's not a 1,600 no, quid projector. There, 16,000 pounds. Oh, and, and it was uh, pretty useless, to be honest, all day. Um, you fleeced him for that? I, I don't know. They must have seen him coming. Yeah. This because giant box with a little projector. I had one in my car that I got for 50 quid <laughs> from... Uh, from <laughs> <laughs> I better not tell the rest of that story. No. Well, I was going to, I was going to jump in and say, oh, I, I've heard a story about a, a, a famous person in education who does that sort of thing. Yeah, and rolls up the sleeve and goes, taps the watch. Yeah, and goes like sixteen hundred pounds or whatever that sort of thing. What twenty grand? Really? What? Yeah, I'll have to, I can't tell you on this. I'll have to tell you. But someone you know, is. well, someone off hashtag. Edu Twitter. Well, or just I, someone I a bit. Say no more. Okay. I'll just have to what they they tell people how the much the thing. thing. They, some, I've got. I do that about my projector. Yeah. I've got in my car. I fifty do, quid, mate. Yeah, I do it. Fifty it's quid. Fifty nicker. Like, yeah. Fourteen pound Casio. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a stopwatch. Oh mate, <laughs> that is a nice watch you've got there. I've it's not mine. I found it on your. Do they do right adult there? versions as well? <laughs> It's got Tommy inscribed on the yeah. back, but I can change my name. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> what was the last thing that you wrote your name in? That I wrote my name in? Yeah. Or uh, on? Oh, signing books. There you go. Oh, God. How He's just is that? his How books. Is, but that's genuinely the truth. Mm. Uh, so, I, so I put my name in so it didn't get, so if it got lost, it came back to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, a calculator. <laughs> a calculator. <laughs> a calculator. <laughs> A calculator, yeah. You and it's still got nicked and didn't come back. You absolute geek. But they nicked it, anyway. Yeah. So when you work in schools, if you're a maths mm. teacher, you, you've got mm. your own calculator. And yeah. you, ha- you ha- pretty much have to, or you should, use the same one as the kids. Because if yeah. you're demonstrating it, it, it needs sure. to be the same. Yeah. Um, so there's like hundreds of that particular brand of calculator all around the school. So, so, people, so you get very kind of precious over your own one. So mm-hmm. teachers tend to write the names on the back of them. Yeah. Um, but come exam season, the the chances are really high that you're going to lose your calculator. Because what happens mm. is when you're not there, you get like, 
I was going to say TAs, but it's not the TAs doing it. You get students mm. going into classrooms right before the exam going, oh, I've forgotten my calculator. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they just go through all the drawers to find a, a, a calculator that they can take into the exam. Yeah. So you lose your calculator every time. Oh, d- so someone out there has a pink <laughs> FX Casio with Ed Southall written on the back, and they know what they did. And so this is Ed's appeal now. He's having his pink calculator amnesty. If you are having possession of that calculator, could you send it in to Ed, please? Absolutely, it would make my day. Do you know when you're a mathematician, maths teacher like you are? I do. Do you have a lot of equipment? I do. Yeah. Do you have? But do you I'm have a super nerd? Like I'm. Oh. I'm I don't think I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not, mate. I've got loads and loads of math stuff at home, and I buy it. I'm. I'm like. I. I will impulse buy. Yeah. Math stuff if I've not got it, and I think it looks cool. I do just you, buy it straight away, even if it costs like fifty. Do you get like one of those Oxford? Tins, you know the maths tin. Was it no, helix? Because helix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, get, and you get the full set in it. Yeah, I get a protractor in there. Yeah, which which you use like three or four times in the year. But then you get in like your set life. squares, and oh, then, yeah. and you never use the set squares. No, <laughs> so they're just sitting there. Yeah, when you jab people with them or whatever. One of those tin and a compass. A compass. Yeah. Did you drive me mad? Why? I love const- I love the compass work you do in schools. All maths teachers hate constructions except me. I did a session on it once. I was trying to convince them all that it was good. And then I got tweets afterwards going, really like the session. Went into the classroom, taught it. Still fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, funny. Well, well, I tried. <laughs> what um, so, yeah. I, but no, the, I love the Compass stuff. Um, and I've, yeah. I've actually just applied to do a, a, a conference talk in China. On construction. <laughs> on construction. That made me drop my pen. You're going to China to talk about how to use a compass. Yeah, exactly. Because you're the robbing a living, mate. Not you doing are doing anything with maths. You know they've not achieved anything in that field. You're, you're robbing a living. That's what you're that was doing. A joke. They're like elite. Um, but yeah, no. There's an international maths. Com- I know this is going to really like make your mouth water out. Yeah. There's a, an international maths conference next year. In China, and they do it every four years. Yeah, and it's uh, called ICME, International Conference for Mathematics Education, uh, yeah. and it's the first one that I'm hopefully going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to get, I have to, pres- I can't just go to it. I have to present it. You have to to get funding and stuff. So right, I can't just turn around to my work and say, "Can I just have a jolly so, over there?" Is this something um, through the university? Or do you go as well, a representative of them? But yeah. because I work for them and will be presenting stuff on their behalf, yeah. Then, I mean, if I present stuff on their behalf, they will f- at least part fund me to go, and right. I can't afford to just buy tickets and fly out there for a do, week. And uh, it's no. a really big. It's like it's more. I think. Sorry, whereabouts did you say it was? Uh, I think it's Shanghai. It's in. I love Shanghai. I've never been. Oh, uh, you'll love it. Good? Yeah, you will love it, mate. It's mm. right up your street. It's right up your street because oh, um, it's... It's not quite on my street. It's quite far away. <laughs> dad joke. <laughs> I'm a dad, so that's all right. Hang on. Hang on. Um, um, yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, Shanghai. I went to Shanghai on, on a conference and mm, it was... Were you talking at it? I was talking at it. Yeah, yeah I was talking at it. And it was... Uh, it was... Um, I don't know... I, I think it's quite busy Shanghai. I've heard. It's busy. At least twenty people there. Did you, at least, and you're good with numbers, <laughs> so I'm going to take your word for it. But I think with what I, I mean, there's headlines about Shanghai. Is it was just so clean, 
Uh, it, everyone seemed to have a job, obviously. And if you, there was some <laughs> people seemed to have a job. Yeah, no, there was no one just like wondering. No, everyone no had something to do. Us. Everyone yeah. had something to do. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I, I found it a joy, actually. I, I went to Japan a couple of years ago, and one of the things that struck me, and I didn't realise mm. what it was until about a year later. I was like, there's something really odd about the streets that I love. And I thought mm. it was about cleanliness. I thought it was that there was no litter. Yeah. And there is no litter. No, there is no. There's also no bins. Um. So that, that creates a few questions in my head. But bins are uh, 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 not... Un- they're, they're not... They're quite unsightly, aren't they? Like you, mm. you, you're walking down the street and you see a big bin and it's mm. teeming with litter. It's not very nice to look no. at. There aren't even bins. So you, the streets are quite plain and, and mm. nice. Um, but there was something else that I couldn't put my finger on. Um, and I realised I read something uh, I'm sure it was at least a year later um, you're not allowed street parking in Japan I don't know whether that's true across the board but certainly in like city centres okay so there's no cars parked like on the curb or next right. to the curb there's just nothing right I, 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 and that's what it was that I just, mm. that you saw it and you're like there's something going on here and yeah. I love it that's what it was what I noticed in, in Shanghai there was people checking People had jobs, which were basically to check other people were doing their jobs, <laughs> and I thought that was great. And and the bins, were, were, people would be going through the bins yeah. and doing the recycling. So you didn't go recycling; you just chucked everything in the bin, and then someone would come and sort through it, right. which sounds horrible, but actually, works. it was it it, it works. Yeah. You know, someone's making a living out of sort in the waste uh, oh. which was interesting the, uh, mm. just, uh, this is the last thing I'll say on trash <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you talk trash <laughs> but the, the thing that was weird in Japan which again mm. similar systems with, with uh, refuse if you like um, we were going into schools right this yeah. group of westerners mostly Americans but a few of us mm. were English um, and, we, and we'd be there across the full day so you'd bring a packed lunch Yeah, but the, but you couldn't put your trash anywhere right it's, it's the whole thing there's yeah. very few bins and you're supposed to just yeah. look after your own trash and take it home just don't go again mate but what happened <laughs> what happened was at the end of lunch we all had this a bag full of rubbish mm. each mm. Like, not a huge bag but a little bag full of like mm. the packaging of the things yeah. we bought for lunch couldn't put it anywhere in the school couldn't mm. leave it in the school and we were going to dinner straight after the school oh right so this is not an exaggeration we all went to a restaurant afterwards and as we entered the restaurant, this was like 30 people. Yeah. One by one, we all went in holding a bag of trash. <laughs> and we had to put the bags of trash under the table while we ate and then take them with us afterwards. It was the most bizarre yeah, thing. That is, that like, is. All this rustling as your feet hit the bottom. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That is really odd. Um, so anyway, hopefully going to China, uh, yeah. if, if all that goes through. I think uh, talking, it's and, fairly and, likely. But and, we'll and you're going to talk about circles? Um, so there's like... 60 something categories of, of mm. math stuff you can talk mm. about and you, you you pick one yeah and you can only do stuff in that one mm. which is a little bit odd but okay so the one I'm going to go into hopefully is secondary geometry because that's mm. that's like my specialism within a specialism mm. um, and I want to submit two papers one, one, one I submitted this morning which is about constructions based on a talk at a, a, a couple of months ago the one I was talking to you about a minute ago yeah. um, and I'm going to put another one in um, in about two weeks time I've, got, I've just got to write the paper first how yeah. can it be um, so if I I'll put two papers in if I get them both accepted fantastic 
Um, and there's also like a national speech that we do as well. Like right. our nation goes up to talk about stuff that's happening in our nation about maths education. And I think, I think I'm doing a bit of that as well. That sounds it's pretty cool. That sounds cool. It, yeah. Cool in my nerdy. When do you get the green light for that? Is it? Um, do, do they let you know? Do, do, so the, I get told whether the papers mm. are accepted. I think in November. Mm. Um, um, as soon as they're, uh, assuming they're accepted, which they might not be, but assuming that at least one of them is, then I can start applying for funding and buy tickets and yeah. Oh, I mean that sounds yeah. cool. It's nice. Uh, I mean, I the, the traveling. I, I label myself up as a traveling teacher, as yeah. you know, and and the traveling. And I know we talk about this quite a lot, but um, it does have its downsides, which it we've does. talked about. Yeah. But actually, yeah, if if you were still working full time in a school, you wouldn't go to Shanghai. You know, no, or you wouldn't. Well, be, this is, this is, you, you took a well, risk. You'd be very fortunate, like yeah. really fortunate too. Yeah. Um, that was one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to move into the job I've got. Is yeah. the opportunities that it that it gives me, hmm. um, and it's 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 the crappiest thing I think about teaching is not the behaviour in a tough school and all the rest of it. It's the little things like you can't take leave. Yeah, like and and everyone goes, oh, but you get the six weeks in the middle, and yeah, that's great. But once you've had that a few times, and you start thinking, actually, I want to go away for that thing. Yeah, or. There's a really interesting thing happening over there, but it's on mm. a school day. Mm. It's really hard to get out yeah. of school and go to a, and perhaps just go and participate in a conference. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and and one of the byproducts mm. of that is that all these education conferences either have to happen on a Saturday or they happen and have almost no representation of people mm. actually in the profession because they can't get out of the schools no, to go to it. exactly. And so and then rightfully. I mean, I see it sometimes on Twitter, and you will, where um, people are bemoaning that because yeah. there's something going on and they can't get to it, and you, yeah. you don't blame them. And and they, the, then the complain, you know, that sort of moaning, which is, I think, righteous moaning. Yeah. Um, they, you can understand it, but they, they're, um, uh, you know, the, the, the complaint is that everyone who's at the conference isn't a proper teacher, you know, because the proper teachers can't get out. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right about the Saturdays as well. I, I know we've talked about this before, but things like brew heads and, and, and conferences that are taking place on Saturdays. I mean, brew ed actually is, is a bit different because mm. it's basically a social There's quite a lot that learning. runs Saturdays. But they do, yeah. don't they? They, they? they do. There's an FE one that runs. Yeah. Uh, the, in terms of maths, there's a LaSalle maths one that right. runs on Saturday. Because that's the only way you're going to get... I, yeah, and I'm... Well, you're far more likely to get people to go mm. to them. But then it's it's a hindrance on the teacher because... Mm. Yeah, it's your Saturday. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they, they don't mind giving it yeah. up, which credit to them, but they shouldn't no. have to give it no. up. No. And I think that's what um, I know that uh, there's a bit of a kickback to the Saturday stuff as well, I think, because I, I'm not kidding. I could be doing something pretty much every Saturday and yeah. I get, I'm getting asked to do a lot. And sometimes I'm doing stuff for nothing, which is fine. And, yeah. and I can choose to do that. Um, and but I'm trying to do less on Saturdays now because I'm finding myself worn out. So I can't imagine what it looks like to be a teacher. Yeah, there's, only, got, yeah. there's only so many hours that you can... You know, yeah. I, th- I think the the more Saturdays you start booking up, the more valuable the ones left mm. become. And yeah, I know um, my 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 mate Deborah Deborah Kid, Doctor Deborah Kid. She's um, do you call her Docky Deb? I call I call her Docky Deb. You should. That's on a good day. 
Um, she, uh, she's ace, and she she's set up um, or, or trying to get the, the, this uh, National Teacher Learning Day happening on a Friday in July. Right, I think it's the first Friday in July. Yeah, where basically an inset day where there's a bit of a choice. Yeah. So that and, and a lot of people, I think I can't remember the numbers now, but as we sit here, but a lot of people have, have signed up. Basically, organisations, schools have said, yes, our teachers will be able to go to anything that they want on yeah, that day. So it's lots of stuff going on. Mm. But obviously, we need to get to a position where perhaps people, you know, I, I've said I'll, I'll do like a Northern, we, we, we talked about doing a Northern Rocks mm. event on a Friday. Yeah. Because I think Northern Rock, I don't even remember Northern Rocks, but that, that sort of kicked it off a lot of the sat- big Saturday stuff. That 15 quid and you get a full CPD event, yeah. you know, um, that kicked it all off quite a few years ago. Yeah. But one of the reasons Deb stopped that is because of the demands on teachers on weekends. Yeah. And if you've got a family like you, you've got uh, three kids, it's hard that, you it know, is, yeah. taking a Saturday and, as well. It's it's less hard for me. It's hard mm. for the missus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has to pick up the pieces. But you've so got, like, you've got your patter sort don't you? you just say yeah. you you look great yeah exactly Kate <laughs> you look so good today bye bye I'm just off to a brew Ed <laughs> why are you clenching your fists love see ya <laughs> <laughs> your knuckles are going white yeah. it's interesting yeah. all that stuff anyway but the travelling is, is um, yeah I love talking about that yeah um, is that the equivalent of tapping your watch and saying it's 15 grand just saying that you've been to these nice places I haven't been yet. I'm going. No, but you well, go- I don't even know if I'm going yet. No. I'm, I'm hopeful that I'm going. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe it is. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. The but, listener can be the judge of that. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that, that I've been doing this week, mm. uh, it's a bit of a weird one. I, oh, this is, I'll try and make this into a short story. I, <laughs> I'm a bit of a comic book geek. Yeah. Always have been. Um, and when I was growing up, there was a nice little comic shop near us, so it was quite oh, easy God, to that access was good. comics and stuff. There's not that many around now, unless you're in the mm. city centre, really. Um, and uh, one of the comics that I like is called Hellboy, right? It's a, it's mm. a weird comic, but the artwork's fantastic. Isn't it? Anyway, kick, there's a website called Kickstarter where people come up with ideas and you, you're supposed to kind of pre-fund the idea, and then when it, if it gets enough funding... Mm when the idea is, is turned into a thing you've, yeah. you've already got the thing because you paid for it by putting your money up front yeah. you get loads of bonus stuff yeah. with it and, and filmmakers advantages to and putting your money up front mm. as opposed to buying it once it's produced mm. um, so there's this, this board game uh, this, it's like the Hellboy the board game right yeah and I don't know I don't know if you did I know your your lads into this sort of thing when I was mm. about 11 or 12 I was massively into a board game called Hero Quest yeah and it's like Lord of the Rings, but a board game. And, yeah, and it's it's not like board games like Snakes and Ladders and stuff. It's got it's got mm. a lot of depth, and you've got mm. like little action cards and stuff, and loads of different types of dice, and you go into rooms, and it's it's like a dungeon crawl, and you're exploring yeah. and discovering stuff. Anyway, this game is like that, right? Now I haven't touched board games like that mm. since I was eleven or twelve. Yeah, but for some reason I saw it, and it just triggered this nostalgia, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to get that. What I didn't know is when it would finally arrive. The, the size of the box I need a new room for this really box. it's enormous the right. size of the box it's, it's, it's probably about 50 or 60 centimetres tall yeah and then and, and at least as wide and mm. it's, it's just enormous yeah um, so there's tons and tons and tons of stuff in it uh, anyway it arrived in April and I didn't even touch it I haven't touched it until a couple of months ago and I tried to play it with a friend of mine who's a big board game yeah. fan 
and we just couldn't get our heads around it because it felt so complicated. Was so, it was it complicated? Um, the instructions are uh, oh, make no. it feel more complicated than it is. Yeah. It is quite complicated. Yeah. So we put it away again, and then. Um, in fact, I think what triggered it is coming around here because your yeah. dad had all his little figures. His Warhammer. Yeah, his Warhammer. Yeah, he's got stuff. his Warhammer like, oh, I've stuff. I've got that stuff. Yeah. So I went back to the box and thought, you know what, I've got to get the kids into it. Um, or it's just going to sit there and I'm, yeah. I'm never going to do anything with it. So it's so nerdy. I got it out and I just sat there on my own with it, rereading all the instructions and playing it on my own, trying to get my head around mm. how the hell this game works. It took me about two hours of making notes that yeah. were essentially just copying the instructions. You know, I got my head around it, played it with the kids. They bloody loved it. Did it? Oh, Did they? amazing. So we, we started at like 6.30 in the evening. It takes about two hours to get through yeah. this game. Uh, you can, I mean, you can pick longer sort of missions and it's even longer. Yeah. They were absolutely transfixed with this Right, thing. that's great. And they're 11 and 9. Yeah. And so the, I don't think they could play it on their own because it's so complicated. But with mm. me kind of being mm. the game... Master. Master or Do you wear a cape? I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. And when you set, because it's got like little stories on the cards, I should really yeah. kind of dim the lights. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, here we are in the well, engine and blah, 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 put all the voices on. And... Can I tell you about my board game? Or do you want to carry yeah. on? Well, oh, go on. No, sorry. My story's sorry. almost finished. No, I'm really. sorry. Sorry. Forgive no, me. No, so, you can, um, no. so anyway, they absolutely loved it. They loved the complexity of it. They loved the, the thrill of it because it's got this narrative that unwinds as you're playing it. So you don't know what's going to happen right. next. And all the strategies you've got to team up to mm. defeat things and. It's, there's so much chance involved because you're rolling dice for things and when you get mm. a good score they're like yes and when you don't they start crying and have to you know, tell them it's going to be okay and sometimes they go can we just re-roll no you yeah. can't re-roll that's not how it works you're dead I don't want to die well you are dead um, and, and they want to play it every night now yeah it's bizarre um, so, so yeah my, my story I guess for this my story is going to be tied into that I'm going to talk to you mm. about something a bit mathsy that's related to board games yeah um, but it's, I've, I've been fired up by a, a new level of nerdery this week. <laughs> As if you needed a new <laughs> I know, level. Oh, yeah. It's getting insane. Um, go on, tell me about your. your well, no, your I, I, it was just, it was just, you've just reminded me of um, a, um, a board game. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a game. It's a game in a box. It's, uh, and it's, do you remember the film Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula with I Gary do, Oldman? With big hair. Gary Oldman, yeah, yeah. The, who is wore a red who dressing is, gown and had very strange. Yes, hair. yeah. Gary Oldman as Count Dracula, Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing, and, and Keanu Reeves <laughs> as uh, <laughs> as Jonathan Harker, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the English estate, <laughs> estate agent. Um, well, what they did, they um, when the film came out, they released a game, a, a, a boxed game, and right. uh, it looks like a board game. It looks like it's going to be a board game, and indeed, it kind of is. You, 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 I, I, the reason I've, I'm, you've I mean, remi- you got it, yeah. Right. It, and uh, let me tell you this mate. have you ever played it oh I'm going to tell you now because <laughs> do you know what it is it's basically what you have to do you, you've got a cassette right because oh, it came out in already. 1992 yeah. it's basically drama in a box yeah. what it is it's a game of hide and seek right it's no. basically sardines right and you put the music you put the cassette on and it plays and, and you know it plays basically a load <laughs> of sound effects just like your sound machine but it t- there's a voice that goes welcome to the game of Dracula nice. and it's got the it's got the I don't know if you remember the soundtrack to that film but the score for that film is amazing right, okay. the film less so 
the I score for the film, and then I watched it back a few years ago. Uh, no, it's no, it just no. it's just not. It doesn't push the envelope in the way that you hoped it would. No, and it's a bit s- surreal in places, and you just yeah. start thinking, "What?" I've not watched it for a long time. I loved there's bits in it. The thought of the film, I love it. The introduction the, the, to Dracula is still a great. It's great, scene, and it's puppets, shadows, shadow puppets, and, and stuff. Yeah. Oh man, and and his portrait. I mean, Gary Oldman, younger than Gary Newman. <laughs> it's hard to pick films where he's not been good as well, Gary Oldman. Oh, he's yeah. pretty. He's great in the Batman amazing. films, isn't he? I love. Well, my favourite performance of from him is in Leon. Oh, Leon. I love that. He's yeah. such a nutcase in that. Do you film. know what? And he's it's only a, in his twenties, I think, in that film, or maybe he's a bit 30s. older. He's a bit older in that, but he's. It's a long time since I've watched he that, and it was a film Matt I loved very yeah, well. He does. Um, yeah, he, da- he less so in the Fifth Element, but I let him off. I let him off that, but. Yeah, the game, the game of right, Dracula. Game. Do you yeah. know what? It's basically it's hide, hide and seek. seek with a soundtrack. But what you've got to have like <laughs> six of you at least. It's not a one player. <laughs> it's not a one player because you end up looking for yourself. But this is the great thing about it, right? And um, you've got you, you've got the soundtrack playing. One of you, you get these cards, yep. and one of you gets a card that says you are the vampire Ooh. and so we don't and know who do the vampire do you want to be the vampire right is that the well most- what happens is I'm getting I'm actually <laughs> going like, to go to get I'm giddy. proper he's, buzzing right basically <laughs> the music's playing it's proper pounding soundtrack and you're not allowed to have any lights on in the house you know you right so it's what, a night time what we did when we played it last time we played it a few years and it's going back a few years now yeah um we we um, we put spooky stuff. I, I'd got a load of stuff from Poundland, like rats and spiders and stuff like you know oh, around around done. Halloween, and yeah. I put them all over the house. And um, and we um, we sort of cleared spaces, so that we, we've got a, a walking cupboard upstairs, which is usually right. around stuff. But we cleared spaces because you could go and hide in there. Right, and the, the idea is right. Everyone goes and hides, right? But <laughs> if you've if you're the vampire. If you are the vampire, Uh-oh. you pretend to go and hide, and then you go on the hunt. Uh-oh. And then, so you could end up, right? I'm, so I'm, I'm hiding behind some curtains yeah. with my feet sticking out. It's a joke, <laughs> right? I'm excited just to hear it. Do you want to come and play it? I do, yeah. You and Kate, yeah? <laughs> right? And, and then what happens is, you basically, someone will come up to you and you're going... Are you a vampire? <laughs> and, the, and it's it depends. Does the vampire convert other people to vampires? Yeah. Oh my so then, god! Okay. So then, you, but what you might have right? Because you, I can't quite remember. And can you it fake or, not being the vampire? No. What close. you do is you can get a garlic card. <laughs> so I've just raised my garlic card at Ed now, the dear listener. <laughs> and if he's a vampire, no, it's just. It, what he's doing it's an invitation to do a bit of drama basically yeah, so yeah. if I was the vampire and you held up the garlic card I would be doing that <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd have to flee and I have to leave you alone but then you go and hide somewhere else right. but you've used your garlic card then I can't but, use it twice no I take it off you and can you take it off me if you're a vampire oh man don't pick way. holes Sorry, in it don't right, pick I holes in it right you might not I, I can't remember the card. Maybe, basically right. you can only use the card once and then yeah. you go and, but it's great because it ends up if you can imagine now there's six people playing the game in the house this music is pounded we put it through we've got a PA we put it through a PA system <laughs> we put it through a PA system right pounding around the house yeah. and there's five people looking for you 
Oh, that is really scary. Yeah, and do you try and move as well? Because I never did this when I was younger with hide and seek. But the key to hide and seek is don't stay in the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll never find you because they go, "I've already checked there." (laughs) Then you turn up there later. Oh man, it was just. It's it's just a brilliant game, and I'm gonna. I want to. I'll I'll show it you because we must try and get that set up because it's. It. Do you know what? It's enormous fun, but the game lasts. (laughs) 20 minutes and then there's the howling of wolves oh you've got that <laughs> that that signifies the end of the game so right. all the lights so go on so you survived that long you're yeah and you basically right. have a safe room so you all meet back up in the safe right. room and you, you figure out right who it. survived I love it it's just reminded me my kids play hide and seek around our house mm. quite a lot and a couple of years ago they're playing hide and seek and after about three or four rounds one or two of them start to get a little bit bored and they're like well maybe one more round yeah anyway so they play this final round as it turned out to be and my eldest he's got this thing down he knows to move around yeah so he's moved around a little bit um, and the other two just give up they're just, they're just like oh, I can't be bothered now <laughs> so they're sat watching telly and me and He's Kate still- are watching telly as well we've forgotten that they're playing and this like half an hour goes by he's still hiding he hasn't oh, moved no. around he's, he's, he's hiding and then I go to like make a cup of tea and I can hear like <laughs> <laughs> this little sort of giggling oh, what the hell is that and then it dawns on me oh my god he's still playing the game Yeah, but I couldn't <laughs> Hey, he was playing it so well. I'm looking then. around this room where I, could, I keep hearing this laughter, and I'm like, I, I don't want to shout for him. I want to, I want to kind of find him so that he doesn't. I didn't want to upset him and make him realise that everyone's yeah. just given up on him. So I'm looking around this room, and all I can hear is. <laughs> I found we've got this massive shoe box full of shoes. I open it up, and all the shoes are still in there. It sinks in this box because it's full of shoes, and he's like there, like he's in, like Dracula in a coffin in the boat. It's just like ah. It's pretty funny. That is Poor pretty kid, he was cool. In there for ages. That is cool. He needed a wash or two that night. Did he? That's cool, yeah. man. At least he didn't think we'd all given up. No, but we had. We were just watching something on telly. Oh god. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Um, so yeah that was the board game thing I'm, yeah. I'm going to feed that into yeah. a bit of a story for okay me. go on right so the board game thing is very mm. reliant upon dice like lots of different types of oh, dice yeah. and you get a newfound appreciation for different types of dice when you get into these weird geeky games is right? die is that a, a singular the plural's supposed to be dice the singular's supposed to be die but I think yeah. in general people accept now that it's you can dice. say dice for right, a minute. great. Um, I might get shot down for that, but I'm, I'm going with dice for both. I don't care. Yeah. Although now I'll be really conscientious and I won't. Um, so that you've got your standard one, right? Yeah. Which, which in geeky game talk is called a D6 because it's got six faces. Okay. Right. The cube. Right. Yes. Um, I'm guessing the D stands for dice I don't know yeah Maybe it doesn't I don't know what the D stands D- for D6 did you say yeah D6 is a standard dice like right, a, okay. a cube yeah a standard die a, a normal die so with we one to six on yeah right but then you've got loads of other ones as well like a, a D8 and a, a oh right okay and a D12 and a D20 and a D10 right. and all this sort of thing it gets very nerdy right mm. um, and in the games it's it's because you don't always want multiples of six you might mm. for the purpose of the game you might want something that, that rounds to ten or, or, yeah. or whatever um, so I found this new sort of level of nerdery with dice and you know you know me enough now to know that mm. that's the sort of thing I just latch yes. on to yeah. 
So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about dice. I've got a few notes here because I'll forget things. Okay, so the first thing that I think you might find interesting, you'll probably fall asleep during this, is that the first dice to be used, yes. we don't know. We don't know right. how far back they go. They go. We do know that they go back further than we started recording history. Which is really weird. That, that melts my head. Yeah, which so like, is, you always do this dice. to me. Yeah, okay. And you think, okay, Romans yeah. used dice. But the earliest dice that have been discovered yeah. were normal dice, I think, like the cubes with one to six on them, Yeah, um, discovered in Iran... Uh, in 2600 BC-ish. That's, that's when, when they're from. That's not when they were found. That's I, when they're from. I'm worried about asking questions and sounding silly. But what were they used for? Were they used as gambling. a game? Gambling. gambling they games, were, it yeah. was a gambling thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And uh, there's mention of dice in the Bible. Yeah. Or like, uh, not, not specifically dice, but they, it's alluded to. Yeah, and the soldiers, when they were fighting, weren't they... When they crucified Christ, the soldiers. What should we do with him? <laughs> do so for, no, they, they were gambling. Weren't the they cast. gambling? They were. They were. They were. They were, they were ca- casting dice, weren't they? I might be casting. Sorry. Casting a throw, I think, is is casting the phrase that's right, in okay, yeah. the Bible, right. which people assume means that means dice. the dice. And it yeah. was about his clothing and, and right. Christ's clothing, I think. One to three, we're just going to shoot you. Although they wouldn't have shot. No, we'll spear I feel you, you in the face. Don't let me distract. I feel like Four I've now six, distracted you. Put you on a cross, and it's going to be really. No, no, hard. forget all that. Okay, carry on. Am I getting a bit blasphemous? <laughs> I knew that would be a good <laughs> gift. Um, all right, so dice have been around a bloody long time. Yeah, right. Yeah, and people have found like before two thousand six hundred BC. There's there's evidence of like bones and things that had like the that were carved into to to act as dice but they weren't like cubes yes right so these things are Mm. ancient tools and toys Mm. or whatever um and you've got lots of different shapes of dice um there's a particular family of mathematical shapes uh called uh, uh okay so we've got the tetrahedron the cube the octahedron the dodecahedron and the ice icosahedron right those are the main um, dice shapes, right? I've got them in my pocket. Right, I've yeah. them to my pocket. Don't freak out. Right. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah, I brought them all with me. <laughs> he has an all. Right, listeners. Right, there's all sorts Ed's of gone in his pocket, right? And he's just pulled out a load of <laughs> dice. Look at these. Oh, I like that one. What's going on? Is that what? Oh, I'm going to get to that one in a minute. That's a funny one. Or do you want to describe that one? While, it's while kind of. Well, it remind it's kind of the, the, you know a dice is normally the, the, it's the same size face each, the six faces, but this one all the faces are different, so it's 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 an odd shape. What 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 is that then? What would you call that? Uh, I would have no idea what the name of that shape is. Right, that's called a skew dice. Is a it skew die? Right. I'm going to talk to you about that on in a second. Okay, that's carry on. Really yeah, cool. I like that. Can I look um, at some others? That's a normal so one. So these these are all special math shapes that have that um, you can only use these sorts of shapes because they roll and that like probability wise they're evenly distributed and all the sides are regular, all the sides yeah. are the same and so on. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's some of your standard dice, but then you get a couple of weird ones like that the, in this pile here. There's this red one here is called a D10. Because it's got ten sides. Yeah, but that's that's and, and it's got like kites on the faces, which is kind of fun. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's a weird one. It's like a spinning top almost. Oh, it is, isn't it? It's like a diamond. It's like a diamond You're shape. Allowed to say diamond in maths, people will kill you. What? Rhombus. It's got to be a rhombus. Diamond's not a shape. It's a jewel. Chuffy oh, now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I just lost a friend. Uh, it's rhombus. It's a rhombus look. Well, no, that's a kite. Oh, it's a kite look. And, and weirdly, kite is okay, but diamond isn't. Like, as a math shape. Right, you know, okay. Object, crack in. Yeah, crack on. Crack on. We're all idiots in maths. No, this is... Um, okay, so there's all these different types of, of shapes for die, right? Mm. But then you can do some really cool, weird things. So that blue one that we said was a skew die. Yeah. Uh, and I know people can't see this, but we could post a picture of it. Yeah. The idea is that a cube, which is the D6, which is the one most people would be familiar with. Yeah. There's... there's for for a, for a die to be e- evenly probability distributed or whatever, the even chance of getting a one through six. Yeah. Are you just proving that there are? I'm there? proving the dice here. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has to it has to have an, a degree of symmetry, right? That's what yeah. makes the probabilities even. Right. The cube has excessive symmetry. It's got too much. It doesn't yeah. need as much as it's got. Right. right? So you can strip away some of the symmetry, mm. and it will still be. Uh, even probability to get a one through six. So that blue one, the skewed one, yeah. has the minimum amount of symmetry required. Right. But you still get a fair roll. Do you? Yeah. So That's weird, it's man. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is weird. I think you do need to post some pictures of these because I'll be honest, I've, it looks I've like, never considered this uh, in my life. Who's that painter with the funny moustache? Um, it looks like a Dali version of Dice. Yeah, 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 it does. It just yeah. looks like drunk Dice. Yes, yeah. Um, so I was talking to my friend who the, the board game friend I was talking to about mm. he, he's like obs- he's really into board games on mm. a whole other level mm. to me I'm just getting into it now and, it, and I was talking to him about all these dice and he was mm. saying um, that there's all these kind, there's like people who are super super um, anal about the quality of dice and how fair they are mm. so y- you and I would probably accept that this red one yeah. which is a cube yeah is fair. Yes. Right? And if I roll yeah. it, I'm equally likely to get a one through six. Yeah. Right? He would argue that this is a terrible dice. Right. Dice, dice whatever. Yeah. Because, first of all, they've, they've smoothed off the corners. Yeah. Right? To help it roll. Mm. And there's like a faction, I guess, of board gamey people and gamblers. And yes. And in casinos as well. Where they say no, the probability where it, where where it's all what's it going to be happens in your hand. It shouldn't happen in the rolling on the table. Right. So what you want is sharp edges. Yeah. So that it just falls flat onto the yeah the table. So when you go to a casino, they have those sorts of dice mm. because it's supposed to be better for the probability. But also, I guess practically, it's not going to roll off the table and someone's going to go no, oh, it's yeah. on the table. It's, <laughs> it's a six, no, it isn't, and then you kicked it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's one level of nerdery, right? That is still extreme. There's more extreme than that, right? God. It has to be made out of certain material. What is that made avoid, out of? This is just wooden. It's that's, wooden, that's, that, yeah. That's terrible, because the density of wood changes. Yeah. Um, it has to be a particular type of resin, or whatever it is, um, so that the, you're not going to get bubbles inside it mm, when you make it. Mm. And then also, you see, like, the, the six is, a, is grooved. It's grooves. Yeah. They're called yeah. the pips, these little dots. But right. these, these are indentations. Right? Yes. Now, from a really strict point of view, they affect the probabilities yeah. because it's there's going to be a difference between side. the one and the six, isn't there? Yeah. So you can get dice, and again, this is gambling dice, but also for role play games and stuff like that, where they they drill they drill holes for all the the, the pips, mm. right? 
and the holes have to be exactly the same depth yeah. for every single one yeah. to not affect the probability. Then they inject all the holes with another resin that is the exact same density as the thing they made the <laughs> dice out of so that it doesn't affect the probability. How nerdy is that? <laughs> this is extreme nerd. I, I mean, I'm... This is just like... This is... It melts my head, all this. I, yeah. I like it when you talk like this, Ed. So, but I'm nearly it, finished with my crazy dice. It wrecks talk. me. Um, I forgot to mention the, the, the typical dice, um, the, the tetrahedron, the cube, and so on, they, mm. they belong to a family called the platonic solids. The platonic solids. In, yeah. <laughs> based on Plato, I think. Yes. Than, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the last thing I'm going to tell you, um, there's, there's two black dice in there. In fact, there's two, yeah. two more things the, I'm going to tell you. The, these, so these what's three, this? What's happening here? So when you use two dice, yeah. oh, right, you can yeah. start being really creative with the shape of the dice. Mm. So if you only ever have to roll two, mm. then instead of getting a one through six, you're going to get a two through 12 mm. as a total. Right? You can't yeah. get a one because no, you, you can can't. get a one and a one. Mm. Um, and that opens up a whole new world of nerdery right mm. so the two black ones that you've got there one of them is not f- six-sided so yeah. i've got it here yeah it's what nine-sided yeah yeah it's uh, a nine it goes to nine doesn't it yeah yeah uh and the other one mm. is what we call a barrel dice mm. so this this one is you can it's, see it doesn't have anything on the the, the the middle which is shaped a bit like a barrel mm. and then on the end it's got Three, three fate, three. So the idea edges. is, if you roll them both together, yes, right. Oh there, yeah, you get a seven and a two, right? right. Okay. In that in that instance, yeah. um, that's as fair, and will give you the same combinations as rolling two cubes, right? Dice. So you can use those instead of two cubes. Right? Yeah, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And then the last thing I'm going to tell you. There's a special. I've just ordered these online because I didn't realise no one sold them when I found them. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a special type of dice called Sisherman dice. Right. right? And that's where you've got two cubes, but instead of one to six on each one, mm. this mathematician figured out you can have different numbers on them, but get the same distributions of combinations. Right. Are you with me? With what I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. So, yeah. so like, if you're rolling two dice, mm. you can get a two. You yeah. can get a three in two different ways. You can get yes. four in a few different ways. Yeah. Seven's the most, seven's the middle. You can get the, the yeah. most likely combination you get is going to add to mm. seven. Right? Mm. So if you use two different... This this mathematician thought, okay, do I need one to six on both dice to get the same distribution of ones and twos and threes as possibilities? And he realized you don't. You can have uh, one, two, two, three, three, four on one dice. Yeah. And one, three, four, five, six, eight on the other one. Mm. And if you roll those, you'll still get exactly the same probabilities of outcomes as you would normal cubes. How weird is that? That, that is weird. St- uh, you were not expecting me to go so nerdy. I'll be honest with you, mate. Way. I didn't. I didn't expect you to put your hand in your pocket and whip out a load of dice. To be honest, <laughs> I think you've got an issue. I might have lost a few listeners. There, but that's the whole. <laughs> this that, is my favourite one. Thing going on with dice. It's yeah. pretty weird. I didn't know um, I was going to have a favourite dice, but this is it. This is it. I've got it in my hand. It is that blue one. What skew, did you call this? Skew dice. Skew dice. Yeah. I really like that. And uh, get a pi- oh, uh, get a picture. Yeah, we of should. that and we'll put it on because I, I really like that one yeah um, I think that's all I've got to say on those you'll be pleased to know oh the only other thing is I, I, real, I found out while just reading a couple of things is if you google hmm. D6 or whatever the dice is you get a, a virtual dice that you can play with dear yeah and you can use combinations of them so if you google D6 D12 yeah, both, and you just press roll, and it rolls them for you. Just, but that's like that thing where it, it defeats the point because you like holding them. But it's yeah. If you Google Wizard of Oz, 
you get um, Google finds Wizard of Oz for you and in the corner there's a couple of uh, ruby slippers you click on them and uh, everyone starts singing and it turns into a tornado that's brilliant I Isn't think that- if you Google Thanos and you same thing his, is it click on his glove yeah because a little image of his glove comes up and you click on his glove and the whole page starts to dissolve <laughs> I love stuff like that. You just know that... Cause Google nerd. I'm not saying that you're a nerd, right? Please do. It's but a compliment. It is, isn't it? But we're, we're both fairly nerdy. And yeah. that stuff like that, people are just having a great time, aren't they, when they're setting they're all that up? embracing... I'm going to go and do that Thanos geekery. thing. That's really funny. It's really good. Um, all right. I'm going to finish that story and move on to a couple of quick fires. Okay. And then do you want some quick fires? I, I'd, I'd like some. I haven't got any Have for you. Got you. Any f- I was going to say, Yours I've got really one. Abstract. Baked beans or baked Alaska. <laughs> That's not that abstract. Oh, I can cope with that one. Uh, baked beans. Baked beans. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what? But yeah. warm. I've, I've never eaten cold baked beans. Oh, no. Some people just eat them out of the can. It's weird. That makes Campus. me. What are you doing? Just that make makes me ill. That makes me ill. Yeah, I, 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 the, the thought of, I don't think you should have something cold that's intended to be hot. No, no. Hot or cold? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. It's just like a ridiculous pudding. It is. Yeah, it's just bonkers. Um, it's, I it's like so eighties. It is seventies, well. maybe. Maybe just like what's the most ridiculous things I can put together and call it a pudding. That's one of them. That's one of them, isn't it? Along with... Um, Bread and butter trifle. pudding. And Trifle's quite... I like trifle. Trifle's just like bung a ton of stuff in a bowl and pour sherry all over it. There is and nothing wrong with that. No, I'm not saying it's Trifle bad. or beans. I'm just saying it's bizarre. <laughs> trifle or beans. Can we have a bean trifle? I'm up for that. But can we have it hot? <laughs> I'm not. I'll a make hot it trifle. And watch you eat it. <laughs> Go on, you, you chuck some my <laughs> way. Bean but. trifle. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Peaky Blinders or Weekly Minder with Dennis Waterman ah oh, I like that <laughs> oh, I like that and you see you, I mean we're getting towards the end of this episode and you've just thrown Peaky Blinders out there I've never watched it have you not not one episode oh I think you'll like it mate yeah I hope I th- season one's not as good as the rest of them so where would I start they're all good season one right at the beginning because right, you've got to watch it all but it's really good um, I like, you like Minder though I like Minder as a kid yeah he had a leather jacket didn't he yeah. he had a brown leather I remember going out and I, had, I went out right and I had a brown leather jacket on it and someone went hey up oh, it's Dennis Waterman <laughs> <laughs> It was great though, wasn't it? Great so you're going to go with Peaky Blinders? You're a bit of a fan. Um, I like them both, and I think they're very different. I and the I like Peaky Blinders. Wearing seems to suggest <laughs> the, and the braces. <laughs> I'm a Peaky Blinder and the dodgy the, brummy accent. Uh, yeah, I was. Do you know what I was just about to say? <laughs> all that right, all right, how are you doing? All right, I'm a Peaky Blinder. <laughs> and there is there's some dodgy accents every now and again, but you can forgive it because it's really good. All right, ready for the next one? Yeah, this is topical. Oh. The French Connection or General Election? <laughs> um, the French Connection oh, is God. one of my favourite no, films. I need a General Election right now. Oh, no, we need a General Election. <laughs> by the time I'll this goes French out... Connection on the side for a General Election. By the time God. this goes out, we could be under martial law. <laughs> uh, last one. What is your favourite film... Starring a real musician playing someone other than themselves. Ooh. Um, or a good film, I guess. A good film. It's hard to I, say favourite on the spot, isn't it? Yeah. Um, a good film. I, I think Chris Christopherson is always good 
in okay. films and he was in he, he he's been in loads of he's been in very diverse films yeah. uh, and he, I'm sure he was in he was in a Dennis Hopper film called The Last Movie now that is geeky for you mate that is right. nerdy um, he was in that and he was also in Heaven's Gate which I think is, I've seen Heaven's Gate yeah proper western proper disaster at the box office but really quite good right and uh, yeah he's a, he's a musician who's, who's done that there's, I think there's musicians who've been in films and they haven't been very good yeah but who were you think? Were you thinking of someone um, in particular? Not really. I just it just mm. dawned on me that I've seen a few films recently with musicians in. Um, I think what was that film? Hmm. Mick Jagger's been in a couple of dodgy films. He was in a film. Well, Mick Jagger was. Uh, I've. Was, get, what was the sci-fi he was in in the eighties? Uh, he was in. Right, just bear with me. Free Jack. Free Jack. Apparently, he was all right. I've never seen Free Jack. No, I've not. Apparently but he was, he was in all right that. in that. Right, but um, he's not all right in another one. But I, I he was in a, he was in Nick well, Rogue's performance. He was in a film called Performance, right? As a as a pop star, okay. Uh, I tell you who I listened to the other day. I listened to Matt Kermo talk about Slade in Flame, the film starring oh, Slade. I think I heard him talking about that too. It's yeah. great. Have and, you uh, seen the film? No, I'm going to watch it. Right. I've got it. I've got it. Um, uh, my friend. I've got so many films. Oh, no, no, my, fr- my friend bought it to me. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've got too many movies, man. My friend uh, Chris bought it for me for the soundtrack, yeah. but it came with the film as well. So, um, yeah, cool. All right. Cool. I'm, 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 I'm going to really ponder that now because there's, I'm sure there's, there's loads of... I just keep thinking of David Bowie because he's been in quite a few films. Oh yeah, I loved him in The Hunger. Yeah. Have you seen that? Does love him in Legend, not Legend. He went in Legend, Labyrinth. Um, I only watched that when it, when I was a kid, <laughs> and I didn't really know his outfit. I'm just yeah. like my eyes are drawn to no stop it. The Goblin King. <laughs> That's probably a, a good place to leave this episode. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, hey, do you know? Oh, have you got another one? No, I don't think so. I was just checking my notes. I think I I'm, really like that one about the um, the musicians in films. I'm going to have a think about that. If you can think of any listeners, then. Do tweet us um, at Solve My Maths. That's Ed. Yeah. And or at Howl underscore Roberts. That's Howl. It is. Oh. Ah. Or at New You Podcast, which New is you podcast, the pair yeah. of us. That's the two of us. And yeah. and do 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 please share this far and wide. And thanks ever so much for for listening this far, even through all that nonsense about dice, <laughs> which frankly <laughs> I didn't understand. <laughs> So, see you soon. Tarara bits. <laughs> the I Thought I Knew You podcast was brought to you by me, Howell Roberts, in partnership with a person I'm just getting to know a little bit better. Ed Southall. We'd like to thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and thank you for sharing. Please get in touch with us. We can be found on Twitter, at New You Podcast. That's at New You Podcast. And also on Facebook, at New You Podcast. It's the same. Who'd have thought it? At New You Podcast. We're going to share it far and wide. You join in. Join the bandwagon. We're going to have a great time. See you next time, people. Get on my bandwagon. Everybody's doing it too. Get on my bandwagon. Where's that photo real?